0: Welcome to the Goalie Mindset Podcast. My name is Pete Fry, the Goalie Mindset Guy, and my purpose is to help goalies have a dominating goalie career. Welcome, everyone, to the Goalie Mindset Podcast. My name is Pete Fry, the Goalie Mindset Guy. I'm super excited to have on here legendary Western (laughs) Hockey League goalie coach Dan DePalma. I don't know if anyone has had as much success as Dan has had coaching goaltenders in Western Hockey League and and he's coached uh, like you guys are familiar with Dylan Ferguson Dan was his goalie coach in the Western Hockey League world junior goalie Connor Ingram uh world junior goalie and I just uh forgot his name from Victoria
1: oh Dylan Grant
0: Dylan Grant yes 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 lots of greats and many more as well too anyways Dan Thanks for coming on the podcast. This is such a great thing for for our listeners to have you on here. You are a wealth of inf- information. You are a phenomenal goalie coach. I wish I had you as a goalie coach when I played <laughs> in the Western Hockey League. And and, and this is neat because when I played, I, I played five years, and three of the five years, my team was eliminated by the Kamloops
1: Blazers. Oh, there we go,
0: <laughs> Dan. Welcome. Thanks for coming on.
1: Yeah, no, thank you for having me. It's a, it's, it's, it's an honor. and It's my pleasure. So. Uh... The intro is, uh, is too kind. I mean, the goalie stop pucks. I I don't deserve the accolades you're giving me, but I, I appreciate it, and it's nice to be on. And 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 uh, yeah, thanks for having me.
0: Fantastic, you got it, you got it. So I got some uh, some questions here for you with with say Dylan, with Connor Ingram, with Dylan Ferguson, with Dylan Grand. What are are there some commonalities? And 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 uh, am I missing any? Am I missing anyone here that I should also bring up as well too? And are there some commonalities that you see within those guys that make them exceptional?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, not to give the laundry list of goalies, we've had a lot of good goalies come here. We've been very fortunate, starting back in the Cole Shevel Dave, Terrence Cozens' ages, right now to Dylan Ernst, Matthew Keepers with us. We got Jesse Sanch, we got Logan Edinstone in the pipe right now. We've got a lot of good goalies. We've been really fortunate here, so I've had a lot of good, good young goalies to work with. I think, I think what is common. Uh, about all of them is that um, they're uncommon. They're not the same. And I think that's really one of the things that I've always tried to remind myself is that they're, they're not the same and they all need a slightly different approach, but they all all need, you know, a, a level of support that I think every goalie needs. So, so, um, you know, they're uncommon is I, the first thing I would say, and that's okay. Like, you know, you're all going to be different as goaltenders, as people. And, and, you know, it's part, part and parcel of the job for us to try to find a way to get the most out of you. I think what is common though, Pete, is, you know, there's a, there's a drive, there's a coachability, uh, there's a willingness to learn and there's a, there's a humility along the way too. I think there's, you know, humble and driven are two things that I think are pretty important when you're doing this job. Uh, Cause it can be tough. And and I think they've all in their own unique way, have those qualities, I think, you know, and. Uh, you drive
0: the coachability yeah. and the willingness to learn.
1: Yeah, for sure, Pete, for sure.
0: You want more shutouts? There's nothing more powerful than my private Zoom coaching to help you perform better to get more shutouts. Check it out at petefry.net. Excellent. What what is if you if you could say to the listeners, you know, what is the one thing that you really think they need to hone in on technically every time they step on the ice? what what would the one main thing be
1: yeah that would be the the tracking of the puck i mean there's a lot of different ways to describe it head trajectory tracking you name it but uh, it it is critical i think it drives it drives everything it's foundational for every goaltender and it's funny you know it's ironic we're talking in the middle of training camp because in training camp you 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 you're on the ice with goalies as a coach that so you've never been on the ice with before so where do you, where do you go where do you start with and that's the place for me you know, in in my humble opinion, that that you start and and you really work on because once you, once you establish those tracking habits, you know, through the release, through the save, post save, uh, and then back onto the next puck. I think then you can start to look at what else we've got to work on, and 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 tracking goes in all situations. So to me, that's that's number one, Pete. Got it, got it. And you you are able to pick
0: out just by watching a goaltender, you're able to pick out if they are tracking the puck. Or not tracking it well and what is there something that i know we don't want parents say to get too involved in watching the goaltenders you know leave that to the goalie coaches but is there something maybe maybe parents should watch for when they're watching their goaltenders as far as to tell if they're they're tracking or not
1: yeah i think for me you know if we really wanted to oversimplify it i think you just you look at, you know, is is the head moving or is it just the eyes? I mean, from a distance, you can't see the eyes, but you can certainly see if the mask is moving and, and the head is moving completely into that puck. So if it was a shot into into the crest, you know, do you do you see the head actually look down and see the top of the head or, or is the goalie just kind of looking through the peripherals or, or to see the puck? So I think from a distance, you're looking to see that whole head move to where the puck is and when the puck then, you know, rebounds, Bounce off the goalie into the corner is that whole head turning and moving to 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 get to that next spot, so uh, i think I think you can see it from a distance, maybe on day one it might not make sense to you. I think you know your goalies on this call they're all always very well coached. I mean, there's so many good coaches out there now um and and uh I think these guys are are very lucky and 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 young girls are pretty lucky to have all these coaches, so I think you're looking for that head to move, you're looking for just that deliberate and tracking. Um, and I think parents can see that too. I think the goalies can feel it. I think the goalies know when they're doing it and when they're not. Got it. Got it. In a,
0: so I guess like in, let's say like in a visualization with, with a goaltender, if a goaltender is going to, going to visualize, say before a game of tracking the puck powerfully, would that be, you know, feel your head turning maybe as you're watching the puck all the way into your glove or into your body?
1: Yeah, that's just exactly it, Pete. I mean, I think you just you just nailed it just by what you did on on video there. It's it's truly turning and tracking into the puck and and uh, you know I look at other sports to try to try to really kind of emphasize it. You look at a catcher in baseball when they're framing a pitch, they make a say they they catch it out in front and they their head tracks with it wherever the ball goes and allows them to keep balls in front of them so that they can knock it down and still pick up and try and throw out a runner. It's that same mentality for a middle infielder per se. It's the same mentality for a goalie. You're, you're trying to get your head onto it, onto the angle of the puck so that you, know, you, can, you can make a save out in front of your body. And if you do not keep it clean, you, you can see, you can move, and you can access pucks that are in front of you. So it's hard to, to necessarily give a crash course on a podcast but those are the things we're talking about. It's that simple, Pete. It's always been that way. It'll continue to be that way. Not that there's not evolution in the game, but we're looking for see, move, and access, and those three things. And when we lose one of those three things, we lost our head in relationship to the puck, and we're going to try to figure out situations in terms of how we're going to get that back. And that's really where the teaching starts, you know, from a distance, deflections, rebounds, uh, wraps, you name it, traffic. You know, that's, that's really the foundational piece that we, that we, that we start with. And obviously there's more to it than that, but that, that's, that's key. Love it. Love it.
0: And it, it's, it makes so much sense too, because really, I guess if we step back and we look at it, the whole watching the puck, it seems like such a simple thing. Yeah. It's like the whole, it, it seems like such an easy thing, but it's, it's like, you know, it's like the easy things that, that are, but the simple things that are easy to do, yet they're also easy, easy
1: not to do. Yeah, I agree, and Pete, it it really feeds into what you try to do with goaltenders every day. You're trying to establish a level of focus that is second to none. And and so if you are truly focused on the puck, then you're going to truly watch it in yeah. all the way into your body, all the way into your glove, all the way off your blocker and all the way to the next spot that it goes. You you're, you're going to be focused on that puck early and you're going to stay focused on it all the way through the the entire sequence. So I think I think what you do you know, from a, from a mental standpoint and what we're trying to do from a technical standpoint, they need each other. They, they, uh, they go hand in hand without the focus. You're not going to track without the tracking, you lose focus. Um, so you know what, you need them both. Yeah, exactly.
0: Is there anything specific that you'd say to goaltenders? Like say like, like nose to the puck
1: or, or forehead square to the puck, or what would you, how do you, how do you describe that to them? Yeah. For me, I always try to understand it in, in this way. Like, Imagine that your eyes are glued in their sockets. You don't have the ability to, to have peripheral vision. You can't look to your left or to your right. So if my eyes were truly glued, that really becomes the only way that I'm going to be able to change my vision is to move my entire head. So yeah. if I literally try to think like that, then I could start to understand what, what tracking in, in, in our world really means. And so the nose is a great way to describe it, too. I know a lot of guys do that. I, I love that as well. Um, you know, it's, it's tracking down, but for me, I just think the simplest way for you guys and, uh, for everybody to understand is just imagine your eyes are glued. And the only way you can look to your left is to turn your whole head to your left or to your right or down is to turn your entire head because your eyes don't have that peripheral, uh, advantage that, you know, we're all fortunate enough to have. Um, Yeah. so that, that's, that's a simple way to think about it. And I think that, that kind of helps describe it as well. I love it. So eyes glued in your socket. So
0: all goaltenders, imagine your eyes are glued in your socket. And I know, I know scientific research has shown that if someone's looking at something and, and it's in that little square, I know people can't see me if they're listening, but it's, if if it's in that square and it's not in the peripheral uh, at all, they, they can, it's been proven, they can track it. Like, I don't know what, what their percentage is, but a ton better than if they're looking out of the corner of their eye.
1: Yeah, for sure. There's a ton of science and and uh you know i know uh, enough of it to be uh to be a little dangerous but i think i think you know what just the practical application is what matters for these guys and i think you know what'll happen is they'll have success and and you know that's when you believe in anything right you know you yeah. you, you 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 try something somebody teaches you something uh you apply it you have success it gives you confidence you keep doing it you keep looking for different ways to do it better and better and better so yeah, I think I think there's a ton of science with it. You keep your head steady. You're not constantly changing, you know, angles of where your head is. And now your brain has to readjust every time you move. You know, you're just trying to keep those that head and, and eyes as fixed as possible so that, you know, the brain doesn't have to overprocess and overthink uh what is already a pretty tough job.
0: Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. So even if like like a goaltender is, say moving across the crease, it's it sounds like it's important that they keep their their head level. When they're, does that make sense?
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, if you if you're on your feet, I mean, I think as much as you can keep your head level. Absolutely, we talk a lot about that. I mean, we've got a you know our goalies here that sometimes will come on and off the puck. You know, we talk about it in that in those terms where you're on it, you come off it, and then back onto it, which is trying to stay on it. Obviously, when you go down, puck gets closer to you. You know, you're tracking down a little bit more, so your the plane of your head is going to move a little bit. There's no question, but but you know, in a perfect equal situation. If you were going for east to west and the puck was at the same distance at the top of the, the top of the circles, then logic says, you know, if you're in your stance where you're ready to receive a puck, then your head really would stay on that same plane as you went across and and really your head would turn and you'd track over to the puck and and you would stay in balance. you again you'd have that ability to move. We want to have that ability to move all the time. If we somehow end up on our stomach or on our backside or or get too wide or too narrow we can't move then our head Oftentimes, as part of that equation, it's probably the first part of the equation, as 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 uh, as crazy as it sounds. So that's like I said, it's it's typically the solution. It's the first place we go to solve the problems. If it's, oh, if wow. that's under control, then we'll look for other things to solve the problems, and that's simple. And I think I think that's part of what's you know been great for the for the goalies here, you know, and and uh, you know, it's, it's there's just a simple approach to some. Challenging what look to be challenging problems. It's a dynamic game in front of you, but just just try and make make it as simple as we can and 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 as as uh, as logical as we can. Yes, a hundred
0: percent, hundred percent. Okay, let's. Uh, here's what we're going to do. I know you're on the ice in in five minutes for 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 camp, or you're on the ice soon. We're. I'm going to open it up right away to questions from our from our members that are on. uh as as a question for for Dan. So Grayson, I'm going to go to you first. Okay. So Grayson's listed by the the Brandon Wheat Kings and the Western Hockey League. Grayson, what's a question that you have for Dan to help move your goalie career forward? Uh, I mean, what do you look for when you're looking at a goaltender for like their depth? Like, what marks do you want them to hit?
1: Yeah, that's a really good question. I think I think depth really goes into the specific goaltender skill sets. You know, I think it's. As simple as you can take as much ice as if you can beat a pass on your feet. So you know what? If you've got um, the ability to, to 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 get to that next puck on your feet from a little bit more depth, he can take a little bit more depth. I think the depth is really driven by your ability to get there to the next spot on your feet. So different situations, different players, different goaltenders. For me, you want to you wanna beat passes on your feet as much as possible, and that drives your depth as opposed to saying, hey, I want you top of the crease no matter what. And, you know, sometimes those dot-to-dot passes, as they get closer, um, you just can't beat those passes on your feet, then I think that's too much depth. Uh, if you're beating it really easy and you're camped out waiting for pucks, then I think you can push yourself to get a little bit more depth. So that's that's as simple as it is for me. And I think that's a real easy way to understand it for each goalie. And now it's not like, ah, you know what, goalie A can get, you know be out there and do it and I can't well that's fine then you you just don't grab as much ice and you still be passes on your feet and you get to position early and you get yourself set before the shot comes so I, I hope that answers the question but that's really it it's it's not a one size fits all it's a it's it's specific to each goalie's skill set and that's really the brains behind your game is understanding your game understanding what you can do and then playing to those strengths I mean the goalie goalie coach here in Brandon he like just to have our, uh, I guess you would say heels to the top of the paint to the middle and kind of work from there. So he's pretty, you know. Is that Tyler? Is that Tyler? Yeah, it'd be Tyler.
0: Are you you're in Brandon right now?
1: Yeah, we just finished up our camp. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Say, say say hi to Tyler. Yeah, Tyler's, Tyler's an excellent coach. I mean, he's done a, an amazing job there. He's got a laundry list of goalies too. So I think, you know, a lot of coaches, I believe, will just – they'll start with a basic principle and they'll say, let's, let's start here. And then from there we can kind of try to understand each goalie's games and maybe whether those principles work for each goaltender. Um, it's just me. I'm a little different. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to let goalies do their thing for a while and I'm going to try to study and understand what they do well. And then there's times where I'm going to nudge them to get a little bit more depth at times in certain situations. Cause I think they can handle it. And I'm going to, I'm going to other times say I think you're trying to grab too much ice too often and 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 it's it's causing you a little bit of grief. Uh but uh, you know the the analogy I got a few years ago in a, in a in a in a seminar and I was told I have to give credit to the person who says things when you learn something and I, you know once or twice but after that you don't have to give credit. So I'll I'll just I'll just say, <laughs> Take the credit, Dan. It was I, it was when you're coaching think of it as as a skateboard park, you know. We get in we get into we get into the rink and we, when we coach and we want to give these different ideas and principles and whatnot, yet, you know, we've got a, a facility here in Kamloops right next to a big skateboard park and there's nobody coaching those, those, those young guys and gals on the skateboard park. And they're doing all kinds of weird tricks and wonderful things that you wouldn't even think are possible. And they're just kind of learning by trying and trying and trial and error and trial and error. So I've always kind of took that, and really taking it to heart. So we get into drills. I, I don't really give a whole lot of instruction. I say this is kind of what we're trying to accomplish. You know, track the puck first and foremost. Let's see what happens. Because you guys might come up with something that is unique to your game that works really well. And I don't want to change it. You might come up with something innovative that who who would have ever thought of. And you might really need some help because you're lost. And that's where we can jump in and help you. So um early days is I'm not going to give a whole lot of principles with respect to depth and whatnot, but I will. I will be pretty deliberate in terms of how we track the puck. So um, trust Tyler. Tyler's a great coach. Trust him. If that's what he wants you to do, listen to your coach. Be coachable, like I said, at the onset. You know, be coachable. And then your coaches will have some, some, you know, understanding what works for you and what doesn't. And I think they'll, uh, they'll apply the best situational strategy for you that, that makes sense for you. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. But at the end of the day, for me, humbly – if you can beat it on your feet, you got the, that depth is fine. If you can't beat it on your feet, you can't be that far out.
0: And, and Dan, I think what you said there about kind of letting them go do their thing is one of the things that makes you such a successful goalie coach. It's like a Dylan Ferguson right now, he's in Russia. And, and we're just we're talking to him. He's reading the, I told him to read the inner game of tennis. So he's reading that right now. <laughs> and on that, they talk about people are getting tennis instruction and they hit the ball better if they're just told there's where you want to hit it. Now go ahead and do it. Yeah. Whereas the ones where they're going to to hit it, and he's like, "No, move left, move right, do this, bring your hand back." Da, 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 it's those those people are really really struggling. So it's 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 powerful that to hear you say that, right? It just to me it just reinforces the great success that you've had as as a coach in the Western Hockey League and the success you've had with your goaltender. So so kudos to you. That's powerful.
1: Well, thank you. But again, like. I'm never going to take the credit for that. I'll take the blame when they're struggling. I'm not going to take the credit for the success. They stop the puck. It's a tough, tough job. And it's easy from the press box. So you know what? My job is just to facilitate things and try to help them and try to learn and learn and keep learning all the time. So that's why, you know, when you ask me to come on, I, as much as you want me to help, I, I, I'm i going to learn something here today. So I'm going to take every opportunity to learn. And I think that's that's really like, for, for your for your uh for your listeners I think that's really it I come back to just have that drive to continue to learn willingness to learn the quest to learn and uh and and just it's not it's not a if somebody's trying to help you and they've got some ideas take them all in figure out what works for you because that's that's what will give you success I think in this job and a lot of things in life
0: love it okay Dan I know that you're on the ice at at five o'clock or like we're five, we're five minutes away so I'm I'm going to Stop it now! It's this is Pete Fry, the goalie mindset guy. I'm honored to have on Dan De Palma, the goalie mindset podcast. And Dan, next time you're in town, uh, I'm I'm taking it for lunch or dinner or whatever. So you just send me a message. You let me know. I'm excited.
1: Yeah, Pete, you don't owe me anything. You've been great to me over the years. You've always been a supporter. So uh, so if I see you in town, lunch is still on me. So thank you <laughs> and and thanks to like I said, all your guests and listeners and uh, and uh, if you need anything, Pete, don't be shy. I really appreciate it.
0: Thanks Dan, thanks for coming on my friend.